1: coming up now it is time for our weekly how-to series this week we're looking at how to sell your house and joining me in studio is Barry MacDonald state agent and spokesperson for the A Group Barry good afternoon you're very welcome good afternoon Tom I was just telling you there I've just gone through this experience so I, I know what people will be looking for for someone to hold their hand and relieve them of stress I think
0: well that is the word stress it yeah. can be a really really stressful time for people there's no doubt about it and, and, and there's people that are knee deep into it and they wonder why did they get this process started we should have just stayed put but for many people it's something they have to do and when you get through it to the other side it's often well worth the
1: process yeah, I'm in that tough. side now so I'm like the before and after experiment and I'm here now saying and you're still
0: alive <laughs> yes yeah. still it surprised. is
1: there is that moment when you move into the new one and you go yeah. boy that was all worth yeah. but for those who aren't quite there yet let's yes. talk them through the stages um, timing is one of the key things so, so look
0: it? there's no set um, set of rules for all of this because every circumstance is different but but I suppose what I've looked at is, is what are the main questions we're asked and one thing is timing and in many cases people don't have the luxury of choice when it comes to timing because the, the new house they're moving to is ready or the job they're moving for is you know dictating when their timing is but if you do have that luxury and you can pick when you want to sell you know a house should sell any time of year really but traditionally there used to be a selling season. My dad was, a, was an auctioneer and he used to have a golden rule that you didn't put a house on the market before St. Patrick's Day. And really that was when it began. That kind of late spring into early summer was kind of the key selling time. And by and large that still remains the case. It's not quite as... W- what was that based on? It was kind of things look better. There was more of a spring in our step. The Garden time looks nice. Year. The garden looks good. There's a bit days of are getting longer. People are Optimism. Fe- exactly. And even for viewings. You know a lot of people are working nine to five. So they either are stuck to a Saturday. But for many people that doesn't suit. So at least longer evenings during the summer they can go and look at his after work and things like yeah. that but also just people are just a little bit brighter maybe there's the New Year's resolution let's buy a house so they, they start the mortgage process and by kind of March, April they're ready to get out there and look
1: Okay, So, so the this is the, the ideal time to talk to you January make your plans for the knock year knock on my door yeah. think about the house yeah. a little later on in the year um, next thing people look at is valuing the house and this, this must be a hard thing because everyone I presume thinks the house is worth much more than it might really be. Yeah there's a lot of information out
0: there available to all of us and you know the property price register is one thing but it doesn't always tell you the full story and there might be a reason why that house down the road got you know 50,000 more than your house might be worth and really I suppose my advice always there would be to go and talk to a few local agents get the local guys out see who has a few signs in the area have a look at their websites and maybe get a few of them out and talk to them and you want to try and price it right there is a kind of a, a feeling out there that there's, there's there's this move by agents and, and people selling their houses to underprice it to create a bidding war. And and really, in my view, that's in nobody's interest. It just leads to more time wasting than anything. You want to try and price it about right. And I would encourage people, of course, have their own views, do their own homework, but listen to their local estate agents and, right. and, 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 and see what their views are on it because they're out there on the face every day.
1: Right. And you're going to have to pick one of those agents to guide you through the rest. Is there any advice on that? So
0: my advice there would be... Really really to go with somebody who you feel having met them that you could work with them. It's a long process. You were saying it took a number of months that you're engaged with that estate agent, putting the house up, going through the viewings and then even once it goes sale agreed there can be quite a number of months before you're finished with the estate agent. Many people ring us or email us and all they want to know is what our our fee is and I can understand that but really I do think there's more to it. You want to feel that you're dealing with an estate agent that you can pick up the phone and go here I have an idea. You want them somewhat invested in the whole process with you and partnering with you to go down the right route. You also look want them
1: to have absolutely unbelievable patience.
0: Yeah, well, there's a bit to that too. <laughs> but you want to look at their websites. What fo- do they do decent quality photos? Because the photos yeah. are key, you know. Are, have they good social media? Um, and then of course the fee is important. And sometimes the fee is well worth having a chat about, you know. Yeah. Like don't just take what they put for you. It is, of course it is. There are, you know, estate agents want instructions. And, and if, if it's down to fee They might be willing to budge on it. Sometimes the thing you could look at um, and we had this recently where, you know, a a particular client, he was an American Irish guy and he was back selling the family home from America. And when I told him what our percentage fee was, he laughed and he said, I thought it was going to be much higher. And he actually wanted to pay me a higher fee. In the event that I got a higher target price, now Tom, I always work hard for mm. my clients, but for that guy, I worked really hard because okay. it was in my interest. Yeah, so yeah. you could look at things right, like, you that. Could talk yeah, like that, yeah, you know, and you go, well, if you get me an extra ten or fifteen thousand, yeah. there's an extra one or two thousand in it for you, right. you know. So okay. it can just be
1: an interesting yeah. and an angle. And, and general ballparks, they're about one to one point five in Dublin.
0: Yeah, typically, and then down in more rural areas, it tends to be one and a half to two percent, but it, it can vary, and it really depends on the value of the property, and I suppose the level of service that the agent's going to do for you. Right. And it's more outside Dublin. Is that, why is that? It tends to be just because the value of the house is, 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 is lower. Okay, um, Dublin is just a little bit more, I, I think, a little bit more competitive that leads to kind of tighter fees.
1: Right. So you, you've chosen your agent. You've picked a, a ballpark figure you're going to be happy with on the house. What's the next stage? I suppose getting the house ready is important and like people
0: go to different levels um, with how they present their house and I kind of think look you're only going to get one shot to sell this house you want to make the best fist of it as you can and like I definitely don't think going too far with regards investing in the house you know you never get the payback but certainly fresh licks of paint making sure the bulbs are all working and lighting you know go around to your local garden centre get a bit of colour for the garden a few pot plants simple stuff the mildew around the bathroom window clean it down that horrible kind of lime scale in between the tiles like spend a weekend cleaning it up declutter it a little bit declutter yeah I know it's the obvious word but do God. a bit of it even use the boots of your car throw stuff in there friends just houses. for the viewings yeah friends, friends house, the attic whatever yeah. you need to do but definitely to try and I suppose you want to showcase your house you're in competition with all the other houses that are out there for sale and suppose you want yours to stand out above them
1: Two, two times your house is going to be clutter free is, is the time you sell it and the time you buy another one there' are two times <laughs> after that we yes. Barry McDonald with us by the way is a state agent and spokesperson for the REA group on how to sell your house so if you have questions you can email me uh, afternoon at com. whatsapp 087 Four hundred one hundred six, or text 53106 It costs 30 cents one of our listeners Amanda in Limerick says I was being examined by a nurse when I was in the process of moving house and just from chatting with her about it my blood pressure went from normal to 160 over 110 Says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I <laughs> hope the estate agent didn't add to the stress. Right, so so we
0: have it professionally cleaned, maybe? Uh, um, yeah, things like that can be certainly worth looking into. And it, it depends, obviously, on a case-by-case basis. But like with somebody recently, for instance, and they'd, you know, the carpet was a bit shabby and they said, well, we get a new carpet down. And, you know, there was, there was ways around it. They got it cleaned instead for, you know, yeah. a fraction of the cost. And it just made more sense. So there's, right. you can be smart about it. And I suppose discuss it with your agent and discuss it with people who you know who've sold well and they'll have ideas. So what,
1: what are the areas that are going to give you the most kind of impress people when they do walk towards your house or I walk suppose, into your house? you
0: know, you, you, you mentioned there before the piece about kind of phrases that should be banished. Yep. Curb appeal is one thing that I absolutely hate but we hear a lot of and I suppose it's that first impression from the outside of your house paint the front door, a few pot plants as I mentioned around the front door, a bit of colour, cut back the hedges, make them neat and tidy. Other things I suppose, you want to show that the house has been looked after. So that leak in the upstairs en suite, the stain in the living room ceiling, you know, you fix the the leak but Throw a lick of paint on that, just to show you've looked after your house. It's a great sense that well. this
1: is a well-valued, looked-after house. Yeah, you're getting it's a loved. Great pretty loved. The other thing is... Family well, photographs, by the way.
0: Yeah, it's hard to know. Like, I still think it's still your home. You're going to yeah. live in it for quite a while longer. There's no harm showing a bit of personality. And I wouldn't be one for kind of making it stark, like a show house, too much. You want to show a little bit of life. I
1: don't think that's any harm. Right. Um. For viewings, how are we on that? Are you, Make sure you the heat's on for the viewing. On, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Nothing. Nothing worse than a cold house to give yeah. you that feeling. Yeah. But that's one thing. But no, one thing in 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 viewings that I would say is, and this comes up regularly. Do we do an open viewing? or do we do these by appointments? And, and the gut feeling for most people, obviously, is to do by appointment only. And, and, and I would endorse that. However, a mix of both can be handy and the open viewing can be very handy. And people don't understand this as, as to why. But what we've experienced is when you list something for open viewing, it goes up on the websites and there's a cer- certain cohort of people. They don't, they're, they're looking wide and far. They don't want to sta- engage with estate agents as much as possible. So they'll go online, they'll see on the various websites that. After myhome.ie oh, that's on view on Saturday at 12. We'll go along to that. They mm. know they don't need to put their name down. So you can catch more people by having maybe one or two open viewings throughout the campaign. But by appointment is important too because it gives the agent that chance to kind of point out a few of the nice features about the house rather than an open viewing where you mightn't get to talk yeah. to the agent at maybe all. Maybe
1: keep the, the, the appointment for the second viewing. Exactly. Perhaps exactly. For the really view. interested parties. And those other little stables like the Cook Brown, brown Bread and Light Candles are <laughs> yeah. Things them. like
0: that. You want to make the place inviting, nice smells. Things like that. They're yeah. no harm, and they certainly help towards the whole thing. But but you know, uh, we we haven't had the old fresh baked bread in quite a while. And uh, yeah, no, it's funny. It's not. So, it's something you hear about, but I haven't I haven't seen or, or smelt in a while. But right. yeah, but you know, certainly the, you want to make it as pleasant as possible. Yeah, There's I no walked doubt.
1: in on the, on the house that we bought, and they had news talk on in the background. Oh, so, well, that helps. You know, that could well <laughs> have been the clincher. All right. Uh, a listener wants to know: At what stage can you back out of a sale? Is it only once contracts are signed, or when you reach sale agreed? So now you can back out of a sale at any point up until you sign the contract.
0: Both parties can, and it can be it can be a tough system for people because you know people can really let other people down because you make a verbal a verbal commitment, you put down a booking deposit. The buyer does, the vendor. And um, you know, agrees to the sale. It's all done on a, on a kind of an agreement, but it can all fall asunder, sadly. And it can really upset people. And, and, and we've heard many of those. I'm sure everyone knows situations yeah. where that's happened. But it's not until contracts are signed can you really right. begin to feel secure about the sale.
1: OK and that's very late in the day isn't it? Really it really is it's, it's a well a, the last way.
0: few weeks yeah. really
1: yeah OK um, kind of wondering on that does that seems to me to be a really stressful time it's when you do put the offer in and you do accept an offer is there any way to negotiate that in a way that's just a little bit more stress free? I suppose
0: you. what you want to do as well is you want to get ahead of the game by if you're selling um, instruct your solicitor early make sure the deeds are ready so that your solicitor is ready to send out letters and the contracts for the sale as soon as it goes Sale agreed. Get your agent to keep your buyer on a kind of a tight time frame. If they're borrowing, they'll need to get their bank valuer in. Make sure that's done within the first week or so. If they're getting the property surveyed by an engineer, make sure that's done within a certain time frame so that it doesn't drag on because it can drag on. But I've seen sales done and dusted within a month. There's no reason why it can't be done. Really, but of course, you know yourself. It, it more often than not, it does take a lot longer. But they're little steps you can try and do just to keep everyone on their toes and moving in the right
1: direction just to minimise that stress. Sure. listener uh, says, I'm a prospective buyer. Is there any way to know that the seller is really ready to sell and that all the documents are in order? We've lost two houses recently, older houses that were being sold by family members after a death because they didn't have the legal papers prepared.
0: It's very hard. You know, I certainly would encourage buyers to always talk to the agent, try and get the story. Why are they selling? But like, they sound like two situations where a property was, was being sold for genuine reasons but those people weren't ready with their documents and how are you to know? And unfortunately, situations like that do arise but there's not much you can kind of do about it.
1: Right, your agent wouldn't be your friend there to kind of <laughs> well, certainly drum talk them through.
0: Yeah, certainly talk to them and, and explain to them that this has happened to you before. Can they just double check that things are in line? But um, really and truly, there's not a huge amount you can do in a situation like that. Uh,
1: a listener says we bought our house last year. and We finally got into it. They'd left the place in a horrible state, filthy carpets. We couldn't even spend the first night there. The estate agent said he'd nothing he could do uh, with this end of sale. Is that true? There's nothing the agent can do about it. Unfortunately,
0: what we are beginning to see more and more of is the buyers will look to do a final inspection maybe the morning the deal is to close just to make sure everything is in a reasonable state knowing that they can delay the closing if God yep. forbid there was a load of junk left in the attic or in the back room or whatever but uh, again though no, unfortunately once the deal is closed
1: you sure. take the house as you find it. i give you one last one quickly uh, we had our house valued years guys thoroughly underwhelmed by the process a woman had a brief five minute look around and asked me what we were thinking the value was I told her she agreed. I then handed over hundred euro in cash to her and she left. <laughs> we need to get that valued again. How do I know I'm getting a satisfactory, logical, professional estimate and what questions should I be asking the estate agent?
0: So I'd, I'd certainly talk to certain agents and find out what they will do for the valuation. So that sounds like a situation where they're not selling, they just yeah. need a written valuation. And, and yeah, again, we, we've, we've seen situations like that, but really by and large, most estate agents should have a prof- professional approach to it. They're signing their name to something, they're still that this is the value, yeah. and really they should be doing their homework on what the value is rather than just asking the homeowner what do they think it's worth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think yourself? <laughs> yes. Give me the hundred. Uh, Barry, thank you very much. That was Barry McDonald Estate agent and spokesperson for the Auré Group.
0: Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.